0: Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. So we will continue our study on Isaiah 51, chapter 7, verses 7 to 16. We all know that we live in one of the most fearful times in history. With everything that is happening around us now, everyone is vulnerable to fear. No no matter how strong your faith is, the struggle is real. There's just so much fear around us. There's just prevailing fear among us. Of course, the fear of sickness is real. The fear of getting COVID is real. The fear of death is real the fear of losing jobs, the fear of failing in businesses, the fear of losing relationships, even the fear of future. But in spite of these things, God is encouraging us not to be afraid. Yes, despite the appalling stats, God is telling us to to not fear. In Isaiah 41, it says there, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Do not fear, for I am with you, God says. Do you know that the word of God is the most powerful weapon to defeat fear? In Joshua chapter 1, it says there, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. In Hebrews 4, it says, The word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. You know what? The more we read the Bible, the more we listen to God's words, and the more we study and memorize Bible verses, the more we can have God's words in our hearts, the more we will be strengthened in our faith. Our faith has to be stronger more than ever. Taking that leap of faith every day to trust Him and believe in Him and in His words will overcome, will overcome fear in our lives. In Isaiah 51 verse seven, it says there, fear not the reproach of men, nor be dismayed at their revilings. So I'd like to talk about fear in general. What is fear? You know, fear is an intense feeling of terror, fright, horror, or dread. And I'm sure many of us, if not all of us, have experienced this. I understand that most of our fears come from valid concerns. But to take our concerns to the point of panicking or being horrified and being anxious is not something that God intends for you and for me. The good news is, in Christ, we can live above fear. It doesn't have to dominate our minds. It doesn't have to dominate our emotions or our lives. In Christ, we can overcome fear. But this is the important question now. How do we overcome fear? So we could see in Isaiah 51, um, the first thing we need to do to overcome fear is that we need to recall all the wonderful and mighty things that God has done for us in the past. In Isaiah 51, it says there, Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in days of old, the generations of long ago. Was it not you who caught Rahab in pieces, who pierced the dragon? Verse 10, it says, Was it not you who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep, who made the depths of the sea a way for the redeemed to pass over? I'm sure God has done lots of good things for you in the past. You know, if we will just recall, God has provided for us. You know, He has set us free. He has set us free from sin, addiction, or bondages. He has answered specific, specific requests. He has taken away the guilt and even our, you know, given us clean consciences. God gave us peace. He has answered and delivered us when we cried out to Him for help. He even restored relationships. And even as simple as surprising us with food cravings or providing a parking space when it is impossible to have one, I'm sure you can relate to this, you know, God has done so many good things for us. And recalling all the good things He has done can encourage us to say no to fear. Number two, remember that God is not like any other gods. In Isaiah 51 verse 12, I am He who comforts you, Who are you that you are afraid of man who dies, of the son of man who is made like grass, and have forgotten the Lord your Maker, who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth? And you fear continually all the day because of the wrath of the oppressor, when he sets himself to destroy. And where is the wrath of the oppressor? He who is bowed down shall speedily be released. He shall not die and go down to the pit, neither shall his bread be lacking. I am the Lord, your God, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. You know what? God is not like any other gods. He is not man that he should lie. He is the creator of the universe. He is mighty and he is powerful. He is the only God who is omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing. He knows our past, our present, and our future, everything about us. About, uh, our situation all topics on earth every subject he is an expert in it he is also omnipresent he can be anywhere and everywhere at all at the same time and one of the names of God is that he is faithful and true he is faithful to his promises he is actually truth and he does not lie and you know what overcoming fear does not mean that we ignore facts because we need to face facts. But truth is greater than facts. The Word of God is the truth. And it is real. It's as real and tangible as the chair you're sitting on. You know, I'm reminded of the story of Abraham and Sarah. And if you remember the story, God had the promise to Abraham. And the, prom- and the promise was that God will give them a son and, they will be the- and that Abraham will be the father of many nations. And I could just imagine, they were looking at themselves, Abraham and Sarah, and Abraham was 100 years old, and Sarah was, has passed the age of childbearing. They, you know, they might be asking themselves, how could this be? How could this happen? But you know what? They faced the facts. They, and at the same time, they did not get stuck with the facts. They did not stop there. They reasoned that God can do something about their circumstance. God is not limited by our circumstances. He can do miracles. Romans chapter 4, verse 18 says, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Verse 19, it says, Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. Next, number three, how do we overcome unbelief? We need to fight fear with his people. Isaiah chapter 51 says, Listen to me, my people, hear me, my nation. And I have put my words in your mouth and covered you in the shadow of my hand, establishing the heavens and laying the foundations of the earth and saying to Zion, you are my people. Now you can see from, this, from these verses that God is calling us not just an individual, but a people. How, ha- how happy God is to see a people united in bringing glory to him. A people helping each other and sharing each other's burdens, encouraging each other. You know, we are not meant to fight fear alone. We have to lock arms with people who can help us and pray for us. Because the quickest way to drown in fear is to isolate ourselves. If you are struggling with fear, please share this burden with someone who can help you and pray with you. Call someone and do not hesitate to ask for help. When you do this, you'll be surprised that the struggles you're dealing with is much easier and lighter when a fellow Christian or a friend is helping and standing with us. Lastly, Romans chapter 8, verse 14. This is one of my favorite verses. It says here, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, and by whom we cry, Abba, Father." The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. The Spirit who raised Christ from the dead is living inside of you. When you gave your life to Jesus and when you made Him your Lord and Savior, His Spirit is living inside of you. You know, that same Spirit who raised Christ from the dead. Imagine this. Christ was dead for three days, and He was raised to life after three days. The Spirit who raised Him from the dead is living inside of you, and that Spirit has broken the power of fear in your life. Therefore, we should no longer be slaves to fear. You are no longer slaves to fear because you have been set free. Luke says, Luke chapter 14 says, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them, and nothing will injure you. You know what? God has given you the authority to overcome fear. Every enemy of your soul, including fear, is under your feet. God has broken the power, and you can be set free, and we don't have to be dominated by fear. Regardless of our circumstances, yes, There are fearful circumstances, but in Christ, we can have the victory over fear. Okay, let's pray. Father, many of us here, Lord God, have been crippled by fear for many years. And so, Lord God, we ask you today that you would deliver your people and free your people, Lord God, from fear, from worries, from fear, oh God. Father, we thank you that your spirit Lord God has broken the power of fear in our lives, Lord God, Your spirit, Lord God has broken the fear in our minds, Lord God, and for 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 some of you, fear has dominated your emotions, even the way you live, even your schedule, even all your um e- even your thought life. but you know what? I can feel that God is bringing that freedom into your life today. And why don't we just focus on that? Focus on God's deliverance and focus on God's ans- God answering our prayers as we worship again. Let's worship again. You are-
1: The cradle.
0: As we are about to end, I just want to leave you with this. You know, in Christ, you can live above fear because His Spirit who lives inside of you already broke the power of fear in your life. We can say no to fear and overcome fear as we listen to the voice of faith and truth that comes from the Word of God. Have a great time reading your Bible and have a great day, everyone. been listening to the victory devotional podcast thanks for joining us we hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from god every day if you'd like more messages like these you can follow us on spotify or on our apple podcast and if you'd like to watch these messages you can watch them every weekday morning on our victory ph facebook page